Hey everybody, I'm Ray. And I'm Paul. We are the Archons. And today is our special Canada Day edition. And for that, we have brought in our facts expert, our special Alkanotic intern, Jackie. Hello guys. Hey Jackie, welcome back. Thank you. Welcome back. Yes, by popular demand, we have brought back Jackie. So, uh, if you're, if you're liking what uh, Jackie's bringing to the table, let her know. Get some of uh, those comments down below and, uh, you know, give, give her some loving. So, what have we got prepared for today, Jackie? So, I have some fantastic facts about the country that we currently live in, and I know some of your viewers as well also live in, because Canada Day is coming up. Unbeknownst to some. This airs on Canada Day, so it is Canada Day today. It is Canada Day, <laughs> it so that's a, a patriotic day for us. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, well, before we get into these amazing facts that we have about Canada, um, we've got a beautiful beer here, and Ray, why don't you give us the tale of the tape? Absolutely, my pleasure. So, this week, we are drinking Canuck Pale Ale from Great Lakes Brewing in Toronto, Canada. This one falls in at 5.2% ABV, and as I said, it's a Canadian pale ale. So it's been said that Canada is the country, or sorry, only country in the world that knows how to live without an identity. This beer doesn't help much with that, and the fiercely irresponsible and stereotypical image that's on the front of this can to the distinctly American style beer inside it, we've really made a mess of things. What have we done? Sorry. Well, that little story's in the back of the can, folks. Yeah, the story's the, the most Canadian part about that uh, <laughs> Absolutely. thing. So, um, before we crack these guys open, we're going to go through the process. And you guys know how it goes. Basically, what's going to happen is we're going to crack these babies open. We're going to pour them into our glasses. We're going to have an initial taste. Then we're going to have an opinion. We're going to move on. And then we're going to get our glasses about the halfway point, at which point we're going around the bend. We'll have another opinion, see if our opinion has changed. And before we get to the bottom of our glass, we're going to chuck these things right down the back of our throats. And we will give you our final opinion and a score. So, with that situation being taken care of, let us crack these babies open. Because as always, Paul's thirsty. It's kind of true. Alright, let's see what that do. Oh, that is hoppy. And we all know how much I love it's not that hoppy, man. I can smell it. Let's uh, let's uh, take a sip and let's find out what this is all about. Cheers, guys. Cheers, cheers guys. And cheers, everybody. Cheers, all. Wow. Mm. Wow. Mm. I don't know if I'm getting used to this or this is actually a good tasting pale ale. Very smooth, it's got a fruity hint to it. Um, hops sell really fast. It's really easy going down, so I'm actually quite surprised. Um, I'm liking it. Jackie, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so far, so good. Um, I do like it as well. It's very light, very easy. I don't know if it's the right temperature that it's at, but it does, like, it looks pretty. It's an entertaining can so far, and the first sip has gone well. So. Okay. Right? Well, you know me. 
I like an IPA or a CPA or an APA. <laughs> so all the pale ales. Um, yeah, this this has got just the right amount of hops. Um, even though it's five point two percent, I would still consider this a light beer in the you know pale ale world. Um, it's a very approachable, friendly, mild citrus hops. It's more on the orange side of citrus, I would I would think, um, than on that lemony, citrusy, um, make your lips pucker and your throat cringe kind of hops. So first first uh, first thoughts, I like it. As Ray said, he loves CPA. So all your chartered public accountants out there, <laughs> you know what? Show Ray the love because wow. he loves you. I meant like Canadian pale ale, American pale ale. Oh, oh, uh, sorry, accountants, you're out the door. Well, I like them too. I don't dislike them. Jeez, That's Ray, exactly make up your mind. All right, so we brought Jackie here for a reason, and that is to give us some fantastic facts about Canada on this here Canada Day. Uh, Jackie, why don't you start us off with fact number one? All right, so this uh, I always find super interesting is that for the first hundred years that Canada existed, we actually didn't have an official flag. Um, we would just use, you know, the Union Jack or the British flag. And then uh, on February 15th, Flag Day, uh, 1965, we got our official Canadian flag. So okay. we have a flag day? Yeah, apparently February 15th is flag day because that's the day that uh, Lester B. Pearson decided to like change the fact that we didn't have a flag. So it's kind of like they said, we live without an identity. Well, we also didn't have a flag for 98 uh, years. Yeah, yeah. 98 years, that's crazy. That yeah, crazy. yeah. I'm, I'm glad we have I'm glad we have the flag going on here. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm very proud of the Maple Leaf. Not the most uh, terrorizing uh, <laughs> flag in the world and I think that's where we uh, get you guys is we're not tough uh, on flags but uh, we're tough on the inside and our hearts Ray cries sometimes inside and then you gotta be tough to do that in the shower <laughs> <laughs> poor Ray well, that's awesome alright Jackie why don't you give us fact number two uh, this one's a little bit more whimsical so in 2007 the Royal Canadian Mint actually made a, a gigantic loony that was 99.9% .9 gold. This coin is actually worth a million dollars. So far, only five investors have uh, implored them to make this coin. So there are only five of them in existence. And uh, yeah, uh, it was certified by Guinness World Records as the largest uh, gold coin. So good how, job. how much does it weigh? Uh, it's, I'm not sure exactly what it weighs. It's completely 900 or 99.9% .9 gold. So it's just a giant, it's worth a million dollars worth of gold. So that's a, So you really so can't call heavy. it, you can't call it a loony because it's worth a million bucks. Right. I mean, in Canada, a loony's a buck, right? So. Yeah. So it's not really, yeah. It, it had a, a similar, I mean, it has the queen on the one side and the like image as a loony on the one side. I don't know how it's still a loony if it's worth a million dollars. That's kind of weird. And it's funny that we call our $1 coin a loony. Um, when the $2 coin came out, what did they call it? A toonie. Not a berry. <laughs> Not the poly, because there was a polar bear on that one. <laughs> I guess I didn't want to <laughs> offend certain people. <laughs> what? There's a polar bear. You would think toonie or loony because of loon. Yeah. Poly because of the bear. I don't know. 
Could be an uni for a one. A one. Uni. Uni? Yeah, like right. uno, like un, one, no? <laughs> okay. And this is why I failed French class. Yeah. <laughs> if that was what? French, I don't know. I don't know. That sounded French. <laughs> Crazy. Aujourd'hui. Yeah. Great. Exactly. Fact Today. number two. No, we just did fact, fact number, number three. <laughs> <laughs> Here, moving to fact number three. Yes. So, uh, uh, each year in the town of Nanaimo, BC, they actually have a race where people race in bathtubs. Yes, um, the international. Awesome. Right? Yeah, the International World Championship Bathtub Race. Yeah, it started in 1967. And this thing goes on. Yeah, from um, from '67 on, each year they've had it. I don't know if they have postponed it at all this year or whatnot, but uh, so far it's gone on. Yeah, there was it started as a 57 kilometer race. What? Yeah, yeah. With a bathtub. Yeah, they're bathtubs. Um, some of them they're really like they're really tricked out looking. They've put like thousands of dollars worth of work into these bathtubs to make them like little speed boats. They're they're actually really cool looking. So they're on the water? Yeah, they're they're okay, I was picturing bathtubs with wheels going down the street. <laughs> oh yeah, that's exactly like what I was thinking. Yeah. Like soapbox derby. Like soapbox yeah. derby for sure. Yeah. Uh, so and this is in Nanaimo? Yeah it is. Uh it, it's they're called tubbers. The people who race them are tubbers, yeah, <laughs> and they and they yeah. Some of them spend like thousands of dollars to get them fixed. People come as far as as from like Australia to to come here once a year to, to race their their tubs. And... So would they? How do you get that through customs? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe like, you maybe you just take the tub all the way. Like, do you have anything to declare today? Any fruits or vegetables? No, I've got a tubber though. Um, and a tubber with a tub. I don't will travel. I don't know what the duties would be on that. Let me just give me a second. Yeah, I wonder if like you come through BC, if they'll be like, oh man, another one of you. Okay. Another tubber. <laughs> another one of you guys. Why don't we have a couple more sips and let's see if we our opinion has changed in regards to the what's this called again? Canuck Pale Ale. So cheers guys. Cheers. And uh cheers everybody. Ray, why don't you start us off? What do you, what do you think of that? Alright. I still like it. One of my favorite things about this beer is that it is a little bit hoppy, but the hops does not continue to build as you drink it. It stays fresh, it stays light. Um, and yeah, I'm enjoying it. Have you guys sniffed your glass? Sniffed it? Yeah. You smell anything? Damn. Now this kind of sounds kind of weird, and maybe it's just me, and maybe I didn't wash my glass properly, <laughs> but it kind of smells like the ocean. I get a little bit of a, an oceany kind of smell to this, but uh, that could be me. Uh, and you know, don't get me wrong, I'm actually enjoying this. This is really smooth for a pale ale. Like in terms of the hops, um, it just comes and goes. Which is exactly how we like my my pale ales. Um, he likes his hops like he likes his women. They come and they go. <laughs> well, sometimes they don't come. Wait, <laughs> oh, yikes! Uh, <laughs> oh. I'm gonna, gonna bleep that out. <laughs> oh. I, I promise. I promise. Oh.
like I said, uh, in terms of uh, this beer, um, it's going down really smooth. Um, I'm enjoying this. Jackie, what are you thinking? You're, you're, a, little, you're a little slow on the, on the drink here. Yeah, I think it's because I've been talking too much. <laughs> um, I found it a little bit carbonated, um, but once like I got the bubbles out, it was a little bit better. The taste is really nice. There's a lot of bitterness to it, but there is a little bit of kind of tartness to it. Um, I definitely, I definitely do think it's not too tart though. It's, it's good. It's very smooth. It's definitely going down really nicely. I would definitely recommend it, especially with how Canadian and comical it is. So. And once again, if, if you guys are enjoying the show, uh, please feel free to subscribe. Um, you know, we're doing this because we love beer and because, uh, you know, we, we, is this love? Uh, we love you guys. That's what, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't even know which camera I'm supposed to look at, but nonetheless, I did that. Um, with that situation having come through, um, Jackie, why don't you give us fact number... Ray, you usually do the fingers. Four. <laughs> Cat. So this one is about good old Quebec, since... Uh, since I know we're a fan of French here on the show. Um, so Quebec actually manufactures 77% of the world's maple syrup. Um, this I found exceedingly interesting is in 2020, they harvested 13.2 million gallons, which was actually up almost 10% from the year prior, where every other province went down just because of different reasonings, I'm assuming pandemic related, but not Quebec. Quebec actually did better. So huh. kudos Quebec. Good. Cheers Quebec. <laughs> Cheers Quebec. Cheers. And uh, just to let you guys know, the only French phrase I know is uh, les oiseaux n'oublie pas la bibliothèque. Uh, for those of you who can uh, translate that, feel free to do that down below. That's uh, quite interesting actually. It's a, uh, you know, I've heard stories of where like you know, trucks or inventory has been stolen in terms of maple syrup. And I never really got it because I'm not a big maple syrup fan. Well, and it's funny because um, we recently got a Costco business center uh, nearby and they sell like massive quantities of things. And the first time I walked in there, I saw a 50 gallon drum of olive oil or canola. I think it was olive oil and it was $900. I thought, whoa, right beside it was a 50 gallon drum of maple syrup. And I believe the price on it was $1,999. So that's why they're stealing maple syrup. Could you imagine the maple syrup dispenser for that? It would just be a giant tube. Giant pump. It's kind of like those, uh, you know those uh, oil change places? Yep. Those ones? <laughs> they have those little guns like pumping in all the oil into your vehicle. I can imagine that being at an IHOP. You just pull it down from the ceiling. Would you like more? Yes. I like syrup a lot. I like sweets. So I'm a fan. Apparently they made uh, like over $500 million off of maple syrup. So yeah, it, it's a lucrative industry and a delicious one at that. So Quebec has the maple syrup barons, like Texas has the oil barons. Yes. Oh. I like that. I think it's a lot more eco-friendly because, you know, trees are... You know, great. <laughs> Trees are awesome. Yeah, feel free to fill up your vehicles with maple syrup. <laughs> oh. 
I will put a disclaimer. We don't endorse doing this. <laughs> I gotta put a disclaimer underneath. Okay, Jackie, take us to fact number five. So, um, this one might make your friend Adam from episode 23 happy. So, Canada is home to the Narcisse Snake Pit of Manitoba, which is the largest orgy of garter snakes in the world. Yes. <laughs> yeah, every spring the dens are alive with tens of thousands of, of snakes that slither out of their winter dens and uh, do their mating ritual. Um, and yes, you can pay to vacation and see this. They don't suggest interacting with the snakes despite them being relatively harmless. So you're not allowed to partake in, partake in, what? in the snake orgy, <laughs> but you can view it. Um, yes, just well, letting you know this that. This show Canada really is a oh Canada's God. a wonderful place. Um, yeah, many opportunities. A snake orgy? Yes. Who and, is, well, in Manitoba. Who was watching this? What? Manitobans. Manitobans. <laughs> uh, you know what? I thought you guys were cool. Cheers, Manitobans. <laughs> you know what? Kinky, I gotta say now. You guys are kinky. That's, uh, snake orgies. I would never have, uh, thought that was, a. Uh, a viable thing. Nope. You have to pay to watch. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, it sounds like they can have tickets. I don't know if maybe the event itself is free, but you have to pay just to. What if it's like a three-hour tour? <laughs> yeah, you know, here's they do it here, they do it there, uh, and there. Okay, the tour is done. Over here, <laughs> they have this snakes going on very good. Uh, you need to watch. Uh, I don't even. I don't know. Why are you thinking French? I don't. <laughs> Manitoba. And there's got to be one French guy in Manitoba. Actually, in Manitoba, I heard was the only province that French wasn't as fifty-fifty. Whereas, like in Quebec, French is more than fifty-fifty. Manitoba's like, no, we like English. Oh, in that case. <laughs> I am the only French guy in Manitoba who watch my snakes have sex. Uh, I need twenty dollars, please. And then we will open the shallow canton. Les Alpins. If we have <laughs> any, if we've had any French Canadian subscribers, I think we've just lost them. <laughs> well, you know what? If you come back on French Canadian, I will get you some maple syrup. They already have the maple syrup. You should give them something they don't have. I will give you an orgy of snakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we will import some snakes from Manitoba over to Quebec. You can have your own. I'm pretty sure you guys have less beer than I did. Wait, we'll take another sip. Have you guys been chugging nothing. this? Like, while no. I'm... It went down really easy. I, I it's apologize. It's really, really good. It's let's like, let's make sure we're all even here. And... Yeah, okay. All right, I'll tell you what. what. Do you think? I, think, I think we're even now. Yeah. And that means I'm ready for the chug. So, right. Ray, explain the rules. All right. So, I'm going to count us down from three. And when I say go, we're going to throw these back. First one with the glass back of the table wins the chug. Let's get this going. I'm going to go left-handed this week and see what happens. Ooh. Oh, oh I like that. I'll like probably slam the glass into my front teeth and bust them. But... <laughs> <laughs> the episode that never aired. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Three. Two, one, go. I think we tied, Paul. I don't know. I think I won. You may have. I think I might have won. I think won. you might have had your... Is that first? I hope I didn't break the table. <laughs> like, I think I, really I, I really wanted to win. Um, yeah, I... 
We'll have to look at the tape when, uh, when this comes out, but I'm gonna be so mad if you, if you beat me. Yeah. Good thing we've got that big wide view camera this time. Oh, jeez, I know. Would that have been a first? If you, if... Oh, 100% of it. It'll be a first, it'll be a first for beer. For beer, Paul has yes. beat me with, with spirits. Cocktails. Cocktails, and with ice in it. Ice is my kryptonite. Oh, yeah, God, no. For some reason, Ray can't handle the idea of foreign objects in his glass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ray, lead us off. Let us know what your final thing is, and what is your final score out of five, excuse me. All right, so... Um, super smooth for a, for a pale ale, um, great hop flavor, nice and mild, uh, more on the, you know, orangey side, uh, in my opinion. Um, yeah, super smooth, easy to chug, easy to drink, um, it's, it's a definite rebuy for me, I will put this in my fridge, I will drink it again, uh, it's four. Excellent. Uh, Jackie, final thoughts and score? Yeah, I really liked this as well. Um, basically, everything Ray said basically is, sums it up really well. It's a good flavor. It reminds me of something I would have drank maybe when I was younger, uh, like my college age days, because it just goes down really easy and smooth. And yeah, I really like it. It's really quirky. I think they did a good job with the with the can and with the flavor. So I think a four is a good score. Yeah, I agree. There you go. Well, I'm gonna go off the beaten path because it's Canada Day. And uh, we've been talking orgies and bathtubs and, <laughs> and huge holy coins. Um, I do like this beer. I, I am quite surprised how much I do enjoy this. I can drink more of this. So I am totally over the moon that there's a pale ale that I can drink. It just went down very smooth. So if you're a light beer drinker, easy thing to drink. Um, you know what, Canuck Pale Ale, uh, fantastic job. Um, you got my vote of confidence and all those snakes behind me, you got their confidence too. Um, that is a 4.0 for me as well. But uh, those were interesting facts. Uh, Jackie, we want to thank you so much for getting that information together for us. And while you really did surprise us uh, <laughs> on a couple of, uh, <laughs> yeah. catch a few of them. So um, thank you so much for taking care of that. And uh, guys, uh, if you enjoy having Jackie on the show, let us know down below once again. Um, Jackie, thank you. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much Thanks for having so much. me. I appreciate it. Happy Canada Day. And and happy Canada Day. Yeah. I feel like we should just say like A on like a on three. Ready? One, two, three. A. a. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and what that taking the toll on this show. I am Paul. I'm Ray. And this is Jackie. And we are the Alconauts. Cheers all. Take care.